0: Thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank God for everybody that is having the opportunity to hear me right now and chance upon this audio broadcast. My name is Pastor Oesam, and I come your way with a word in season and a word in time. This is the Jesus Hour broadcast, our first episode in this broadcast. We are here to learn of Jesus. We are here to feed on Christ. And we are here to look into the law of liberty. Whence from which we are changed and transformed. Even into the same image as the Son of God. I want you to begin to speak in the language of the Spirit for just one minute and then we begin the message that the Lord has for us this very day. Lift up your voice, Manda kola Konamaya. Robodomo no moshaya. Kuna mana mana mante. Rombo domo no moshada na Kola manana na manesho la labadabaya. Ronda mana made sho da la bada badaba. Come on, mele solo bolobosha na la ba. You have thirty seconds more. Come on, mele velomosha dabaya bandi. Romba la bada daba shina na la lamaya. Ronda namana manameshonda la badabaya. Koradamanisho la badabadabaya. Ronda manamana mushen Aranda badabadabu shendebebe. Ronda monomo shanna la laba. Ronda Aranda badabadu shendebebe. Randa badabu shendebebet. Randa manamana kumaradaba. In my name of Jesus. You want to pray this prayer for just one minute as well. That Father, flood my eyes with understanding. Flood my eyes with light. Let the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. Let the eyes of my understanding be open. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thirty seconds more. 10 seconds more. In the name of Jesus, you are praying this last prayer. The Bible says that the entrance of His Word bringing light. You are saying that Father, in the darkness I am in in the darkness of ignorance in the darkness of lack of knowledge father by the entrance of your word let light come to me let knowledge come to me let revelation come to me in the mighty name of jesus heal me of my ignorance in the mighty name of jesus ko mabada telelemendo shadaba rada rada ko barada yanda bade koladamanda 15 seconds man tolo molomosha left your boss barada selelemako radaba randa lamando sharadama yanda manama koradama erende muzalanda manama randa malosadamana randa manama koradama shadalemendo karada in the name of jesus Father, we thank you this morning We thank you for the coming of your word. We thank you for the spirit of the Lord that you have released even in our midst. Even as we are listening to this audio, even as we are feeding in the word of the Lord, even as we are being blessed, O Lord, through the studying and the teachings and the preachings of your word. Father, cause us to walk in the realm of uncommon grace of liberty, where we will see Jesus, even as we see ourselves, cause Jesus to be revealed cause us to behold him the son of God even as he is that we are in this world we thank you father in Jesus glorious name have we prayed with Thanksgiving amen God bless you God bless you God bless you this is pastor always once again the humble servant of the Jesus our broadcast and this is a time that is going to change your life transform your life and set you on the ladder of greatness Please. If you have chanced upon this audio and you have been blessed by it, do well and share it to others. Do well and share it to others. Do well and share it to others. Let others also be a blessing. Let others also be a blessing. Do not be selfish. Invite another to also come and be a blessing through this audio broadcast that is coming your way. Shalom. God bless you. All right. 2 Timothy 3 verse 15. I'm speaking and starting a new series with us called Salvation salvation 101 salvation 101 the matter of salvation or salvation season one or series one part one all right salvation 101 or series one or season one part One. one second timothy chapter 3 verse 15 and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith which is in christ jesus 2 Timothy 3.15, let's read it again. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Uh, I'm speaking on the matter salvation. Apostle Paul, in his writings to Timothy, his son, in the faith, or in the Lord, is making us understand that from childhood Timothy has known the holy scriptures which are able to make him wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. This verse looks literal but carries a lot of weight, a lot of revelations in it. Follow me carefully. He says that from a childhood age, or from childhood stage, this young man Timothy has known the Holy Scriptures. Now you need to understand that the word Holy Scriptures does not refer to the whole of the Bible that you carry in your hands. It does not refer to Genesis, to Revelation. Paul at the time that he wrote this to Timothy, there was no book of Matthew. There was no book of Mark. There was no book of Luke. There was no book of John. In fact, research has proven that most of Paul's writings even came before Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Even their pistols, some were released and came to be books that the church held on before Matthew, Mark, and Luke and John came that is to tell us that when Paul was writing this Matthew to Revelation were not available because Paul was writing this whilst in prison. In fact, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John were books that were written as eyewitnesses account to Gentile believers. At that time, people that were not Jewish had come to also believe in Jesus. They were Gentiles and they wanted to hear about the life of Jesus whom they have come to believe in. So it was written to them. It was an eyewitness account. Matthew's witnesses about Jesus he wrote Luke's witness and then Ma- Mark's witness and John also's witness so even the book of Luke when you read the book of Luke chapter 1 the verse number 1 to the verse number 4 you find out that even Luke whole of Luke was written to one man called Tiaflos and his household that suggests to you and I that Matthew Mark Luke and John were not written to Christians it were written to Gentile believers but as today we Christians learn from it or study from it in relation to the other books as scriptures but when the Bible specifically talks about Holy Scriptures he's not talking about Genesis to Revelation so at that point it was Genesis to Malachi Genesis to Malachi was what was referred to as the Holy Scriptures Even as now when you go to a typical Jewish setting they do not recognize Matthew to Revelation as part of the Bible or as part of God's word. But what they reckon as the true word of God is Genesis to Malachi. So we need to understand that when Paul was speaking to Timothy and said that he has known the Holy Scriptures he was actually telling Timothy that he has known Genesis to Malachi. And in knowing Genesis to Malachi, it made him wise. It means that when we study Genesis to Malachi, it impacts wisdom. The wisdom he impacts is the wisdom that leads to salvation. Which means when that wisdom is not unto salvation, then it is not the wisdom of God. And that wisdom unto salvation is assessed by faith in Christ Jesus. Don't forget he did not say Jesus Christ, he said Christ Jesus. He brought the Christ before the Jesus. It is important that believers reading the scriptures should know some of the languages or some of the ways through which the bible writers communicated. Paul will refer to Jesus Christ and at a point also refer to Christ Jesus. There are two different things. When we speak of Jesus Christ, we are speaking of his humanity and his days of work on the earth. Or his manhood. But when we speak of the Christ Jesus, we are speaking of the resurrected glorified Jesus. That means he has now died, been buried and resurrected. Have you forgotten that he asked Peter and the rest, that who do you say I am? And the Bible said, Peter said, you are the Christ. He is not Jesus, he is the Christ. That is his assignment, his mandate. The Messiah, the anointed one, he is the Christ. And Jesus said, This has not been revealed to you by man, but by my Father. It is not flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but it is by the revelation of my Father. And upon this revelation, I will build my church upon the revelation of Christ being, upon the revelation of Jesus being the Christ, that which the church will be built upon. And that is before he died and resurrected. But after resurrection, Peter and the apostles in their preaching, most of the time, they no more refer to him as Jesus Christ. When you refer, where you see them refer to him as Jesus Christ, then they are speaking in relation that. He came in a humanity form and was de- de- declaring himself as the Messiah and the people did not believe him. But whenever they want to refer to him in a place of glory, then they refer to him as Christ Jesus. That means he fulfilled the assignment of death, burial and resurrection. So Paul is telling Timothy That when he studied Genesis to Malachi He entered into a realm of wisdom Wisdom came to him That wisdom was salvation And that salvation was faith in Christ Jesus In other words Faith in his death, burial and resurrection Because Christ has been brought before the Jesus mm, I don't know if somebody is catching it Alright Let's look at what ensued between Jesus and some of his disciples after he resurrected from the grave then we will understand what I am trying to communicate to you in the book of Luke chapter number 24 let's go to the book of Luke chapter number 24 oh thank you Holy Spirit Manda Fade moshenge Luke chapter 24 the verse number 20 Let's look at on the road of Emmaus. Let's look at some people that were journeying. Okay, Luke chapter 24. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Okay, my scriptures are fine. Let's read from the verse number 22. It says, Yeah, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre, which is the tomb. Some women went to the tomb, and they came back giving testimony of how they saw Jesus. And even how they, they saw him em, the tomb empty, and the stone rolled from there. Alright, so Jesus on the road of Emmaus had met some of his disciples. And when he met those disciples, they had come to worship, and then they were going home. And they were reading the book of Altair, and they were not understanding. If you read from the verse 13, you will get it. And they were not understanding that Jesus appeared in his glory. And then what? Just listen to their discourse. So let's look at this. And in the listening of their discourse, they said that they don't know whether that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, truly as he said or not. And they don't know who Isaiah was prophesying about. In Isaiah chapter 53, that was the place where they were reading that the traumatism of our peace was upon him for our iniquities. He was bruised and all those things. He was wounded for our transgression. But they were not understanding. They, they, they didn't know if it was that Jesus. But listen to what Jesus was say to them. Verse 23, And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels which said that Jesus was alive and certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it in so as the women have said but him they saw not verse 25 listen to what Jesus will say and he said unto them all fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken who are the prophets? Abraham is a prophet Moses is a prophet but when he speaks of the prophets here he's speaking of the books of the prophets in the Bible Jeremiah, Isaiah, Obadiah, Nahum, Haggai, Joel, Jonah, Malachi, Micah, these are the prophet's books. He's referring to the Old Testament. So have you seen that this was an eyewitness account? So the book of Luke was not part of the Holy Scriptures. Okay, he said, have you not believed what other prophets have spoken? Ought not Christ Have you said Jesus Do not refer to himself as Jesus Ought not Christ The resurrected one To have suffered These things And to enter into his glory You do not believe What the prophet has spoken What did the prophet spoke about That Christ Has to suffer Death burial, Resurrection And enter into his glory Meaning Resurrected And then Raise other sons with him Verse 27, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. And beginning at Moses, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the five books of Moses, and all the prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Obadiah, Nahum. Micah, Haggai, Zephaniah, Zechariah, all these prophetic books he expounded, he explained unto them in all the scriptures which were the scriptures Genesis to Malachi, Moses and the prophets. And everything he explained to them was concerning himself who Christ Jesus or Jesus Christ that he ought to suffer these things. What were the things he had to suffer? The chastisements of our peace was upon him, for he was wounded for our transgression. These things he had to suffer. He had to suffer death, burial, resurrection. He had to go through it, suffer death and burial, and then enter into glory resurrection. verse 30 and it came to pass as he sat at meat with them so jesus entered their home and went to eat with them and as they were eating he took bread and blessed it and brake and gave to them and their eyes were open and they knew him and he vanished out of their sight when he said their eyes were open it does not mean they were blind it simply means now understanding came to them and now they realize that truly the scriptures genesis to malachi is revealing Christ that surely he was the Messiah. Now from there Jesus went to see his disciples. From the verse number thirty-five, he went to see his disciples and when he went there they were doubting oh he's not the one he's the one he's not the one he's the one and he said give me fish if I am a ghost, let me eat fish. For ghost does not eat fish and other stuff. So Jesus proved to them and then they got it. So from verse number 42 coming, Jesus, after requesting the fish, hear what can she between them. And they gave him a piece of a broad fish and of a honeycomb. And he took it and he did it before them. And he said unto them, These are the words, Jesus is saying to the disciples, the twelve. These are the words and the women that are gathered. These are the words which I spoke unto you, while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. That means all the teachings of Jesus was a teaching of his death, burial, resurrection. And the goal of that his death, burial and resurrection is salvation. Forget not. Paul said, you have become wise. And it has led unto salvation from your study of the Holy Scriptures, Genesis to Malachi, Moses, the prophets, the psalms. And that salvation is by faith in Christ Jesus in his death, burial and resurrected glory. Praise God. Verse 45, then he opened he their understanding, that they might understand the scriptures, and he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoves Christ to suffer and to rise from dead the third day. So that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So it was written in Genesis to Malachi that you will die and resurrect. And after his resurrection, repentance, metano, and remission of sins should be preached in his name. It means when you preach Jesus, you have preached repentance and remission of sins. The word repentance there is not change of character, necessarily. It means metanoia or metanoa. metano or metanoa. And it's from the two Greek words, meta and no. Meta means change, no means mind. Means change of mind. When a time somebody is changing his mind, it means he's changing whatever he holds as the truth, which means his belief system. So repentance is actually in connection with belief system that the repentance will be preached in his name simply now people will come to the truth of the light and now stop what they believe about God through the revelation of his son Christ Jesus and forgiveness of sins will also be preached in the revelation of the son praise God so we see here that when Paul was speaking about the holy scriptures Paul it is clear here that Paul was not speaking about the whole of the bible but Paul was speaking about Genesis to Malachi that when we study Genesis to Malachi our eyes will be open to see Jesus is dying Jesus being buried Jesus being resurrected from the grave and that is the wisdom that came to Timothy from the studying of the holy scripture the wisdom of God that has been hidden for many years, is that Christ died for us. Paul will write about this in his writings. Let me find you that scripture. I think you'll find it in Corinthians or Ephesians. The hidden wisdom. Christ has been the hidden wisdom. And he needs with the hidden wisdom, the assignment of hidden, the hidden wisdom of God is simply salvation. That's why I said the matter of salvation should be taken very serious. First Corinthians chapter 2. Verse number 6. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world nor of the wisdom of the prince of this world that come to naught, but we seek the wisdom of god in the mystery even the hidden wisdom which god ordained before the word unto glory which none of the princes of this world knew the wisdom of god was ordained unto glory jesus suffered unto glory had christ not supposed to be suffered all these things that he might be raised into glory his resurrection okay you get it verse 8 which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Verse 9. But as it is written in the Old Testament, I has not seen, ear had not heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. What had God prepared? Verse 10. But God hath revealed them unto us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the good things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man, which is in him, even so the things of God, knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now, verse 12, we have received. Not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man received not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can you know them, because they are spiritually deserved. But he that is spiritual judge all things, yet he him himself is judge of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Praise God. So this is Paul preaching. That the wisdom he sought and he's preaching for is not of this world. And it was ordained before the world even unto glory. For you to know this wisdom he was speaking about You need to read From the verse number 1 And I brethren when I came 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 1 And I brethren when I came to you Came not with excellency of speech Or of wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of God For I determined to know To know anything among you I determined not to know anything among you Save Jesus Christ And him crucified This is that wisdom he was speaking about Jesus Christ and him crucified. That is the wisdom that was hidden before glory. It was hidden at age. Long ago. Long ago. So this means that the message of salvation should be looked at very carefully. Paul is saying to Timothy, you have known Genesis to Malachi, You need that when I read Genesis to Malachi, I should see salvation. How will I see it? Jesus will die, will be buried, and will be resurrected. What Matthew to Revelation seeks to do is to explain and uncover what Genesis to Malachi had covered. But whatever Matthew to Revelation is explaining is already a message in the Old Testament, Genesis to Malachi, and the end of it is salvation, for you have known the only Scriptures is able to make you wise unto salvation, through faith, which is in Christ Jesus, which means without faith in Jesus Christ, without faith in Christ Jesus, his death, burial and resurrection and what his death, burial, and resurrection has achieved for us there is no salvation forget not that Paul did not say that the wisdom which is salvation hidden in Genesis to Malachi is not assessed by works it is assessed by faith and that faith must be by the Christ of God and the craft or the call or the apex of that faith in the Christ of God is his resurrection. Which means, if you believe only in his death, it is not enough to save you. You must believe in his resurrection. And the realities of resurrection. When you do not believe in the realities of his death and what it has done for you, or if you believe in only the death and the realities of what it has done for you, and you refuse to believe in his resurrection you are not yet saved because the apex of all his assignment was his resurrected into glory that is why jesus said ought you not know that christ must suffer these things which is death and burial then enter into glory resurrect from the grave and these things are seen in genesis to malachi it means that genesis to malachi are books that are covering or veiling Jesus. But Matthew and Revelation helps us to assess these very common things so that now we can see clearly. It means that from the book of Genesis to Malachi, the message is Jesus Christ and his assignment of salvation. We call Jesus the Alpha and the Omega, meaning he is the beginning and the end and he is the hidden message from Genesis to Malachi it also means that salvation is Alpha and Omega salvation is also the beginning of the Christian journey and also the end of the Christian journey so if I hear a preacher or many a preacher say that salvation when you come to it now you must graduate to wait your matters I laugh the reason is because they do not understand that the message of the Bible is Jesus. The whole of the holy scriptures from Luke chapter 24 we read, we saw that Jesus said all of the writings of Moses, all of the writings of the prophet and all of the writings of the Psalms, they were concerning him. Everything you read in Genesis to Malachi, it is concerning Jesus. You can use it to motivate others, teach others, do life applications and preach to people. Yes, but at the end of the day, the goal of those writings are Jesus Christ and His salvation. It has been the agenda of God right from the beginning. So Timothy locked up onto wisdom because that wisdom was faith in Christ Jesus. And the end of that wisdom of faith in Christ Jesus is what? Salvation. It means that when Christ Jesus is not unveiled unto you that means his death, burial and resurrection and its realities and what it has done for you, in you, for you and through you then you have not come to salvation because, and you have also not come to wisdom because the wisdom that leads to salvation is faith in Christ Jesus and Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 that he is of the mystery of the wisdom that was hidden that was ordained before The word even began unto glory and He said that it is nothing but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Praise the Lord! Praise God! Glory! So salvation is a matter of a message that we can use over 20 years to still talk about it and you will not be finished because there are more to that message that meets the eye praise the lord all right first corinthians chapter 15 the verse number seven all right let's let's read the verse number 17 sorry let's let me read the first 14 first And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain. Let me read the New Living Translation. And if Christ was not raised from the dead, then all our preaching is useless, and your trust in God is useless. Message Bible. And face it, if there is no resurrection for Christ, everything we have told you is smoke and mirrors, and everything you have staked your life on is smoke and mirrors. It means that if Jesus has not resurrected from the grave, there is nothing called faith. So your faith has its foundation on the resurrection. And resurrection began from death. So death by resurrection. So you don't need to only believe in the death of Jesus for you. You need to also believe in the resurrection. You don't only need to believe in the realities of his death. You need to also believe in the realities of his resurrection for which your faith is come alive. So that faith that was by through Christ Jesus that with Timothy, Paul is commending him that he has received salvation which is the very wisdom of God is in his death, burial and resurrection. Don't forget he said, if Christ has not been resurrected then our preaching is in vain that means that what makes our preaching powerful is resurrection what makes our preaching powerful is the finished works of Christ on the cross and his resurrection into glory and the verse 17 makes it more crucial and if Christ has not raised your faith is vain you are yet in your sins because he was raised for our glory he died for our sins and raised us into a new life. Let me not get ahead of myself. So we see clear that the matter of salvation, Genesis to Malachi, it was hidden and covered in there. But Paul and the Apostles and the Epistles in the New Testament will help us explain what was happening in the Old Testament. As they cease Genesis and continues, I'll be journeying with you through the book of Genesis into Malachi and you'll be picking some of the biblical stories and some of the prophecies some of the how it points to Jesus so that as you also graduate in your own study you also be helped by the Lord so that you can also fellowship in the Old Testament and see Jesus. You see the reason why some people find it difficult to read the Old Testament is because of the eyes with which they are reading the Old Testament or the lens with which they are using to read the Old Testament when you are reading it with the lens of Christ you get the whole picture because he is the message of the Bible let's go to the book of Hebrews let me give you one last scripture that testifies that Jesus is the message of the scriptures and if he is the message of the scriptures then his assignment was for salvation and that means salvation is also the message of the scriptures. That is Genesis to Malachi. The message there is salvation. The book of Hebrews. Open your Bibles to the book of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 7. Then said I, this is Paul speaking of Jesus, that this is Jesus speaking, that then said I Jesus, no I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. Now the word volume and books. The word volume is Kaphalis. K-A-P-H-A-L-I-S. For the sake of those who are dropping something now. K-A-P-H-A-L-I-S. Kaphalis volume. And the word Kaphalis, which we get the word volume, simply means script. Prescription. Title. I don't know if somebody is getting the revelation already. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 10 verse 7. The volume of the bush. The volume. Kafalis. Kafalis. It means a title, a script. A prescription, a description. And the word book is "biblion," which means a sacred writing, or a written document. And that written document or that sacred writing is Genesis to Malachi, we have already established that. So he says that, I come at the prescription, the script, the title, the caption, the, the prescription of the Old Testament books. So Jesus is the title, the script, the prescription, the description. Of the whole of Genesis to Malachi. This is Jesus speaking. I come as in the volume of the books. The volume of the books. To do your will, O God. I come as the message of the Bible. To do your will, O God. What is the will of the Father? Salvation. The will of the Father is that all men will be saved. There is no greater will than salvation. So it makes salvation also the script, the prescription, the description of the whole of the Old Testament. So the same way Jesus is seen as the Alpha and the omega, we must also understand that the matter of salvation is also a weightier matter than every matter in the scripture. Because his greater will he came to do was salvation. Praise the Lord. Glory. I don't know if somebody is getting it. So now somebody will say Man of God What then is salvation Salvation is from The Greek word Soteria S-O-T-E-R-I-A Soteria Salvation is from the Greek word Soteria S-O-T-E-R-I-A Soteria And it means welfare Prosperity deliverance, preservation, safety. Its origin is from the feminine of a derivative of Soter, which is an abstract or a proper noun, which means rescue or safety, either physically or morally, to rescue or save somebody from physical harm or moral harm. That is salvation. the definition is why we found the welfare, the prosperity, the deliverance, the preservation, self, safety. When you are using the word Soteria in its usage you find deliver, health, save or saving. So when we talk about salvation, it is deliverance, delivering something from the hand of another superior being, or delivering someone from the hand of a superior being, because the other one doing the delivering is superior than the one who has kept hostage of the one that needs deliverance. It doesn't mean welfare. Meaning that in the matter of salvation, the welfare of the Christian is submitted. Prosperity. Preservation. So listen, there is nothing called prosperity message. Salvation is a prosperity message of itself. So we are not called to preach prosperity messages, we are called to preach salvation because in the preaching of salvation, people are prospering. That is why Paul said, I pray about all things, that you may prosper even as your soul prospers. The soul prospering is all is just a matter about salvation. The prospering of the soul simply means coming to a realm where you understand your salvation and walk in the realm of light of the salvation. You are no more tossed to and fro. You are no more bossed about and around. Salvation. Hello then the Messiah. Salvation. So it means deliverance. It doesn't mean in this usage. We saw health in this usage. Health. Meaning that when we talk about salvation, it's a package. Now listen, let me use this illustration. Salvation is like going to buy a mobile phone. It is the phone you need. But when you are getting the box, you not only get hold of the phone, you get other accessories like a charger, an earpiece, and maybe probably a screen protector. Or going to buy a laptop. It is the laptop you need, but they will add a laptop charger. if the laptop alone is enough and that is all that you need why do they add each other if you let you know that salvation is a package it is a full package and in the package of salvation prosperity is part deliverance is part welfare is part healing or health is part your safety is part hmm as we graduate, you will therefore understand that when a person is saved, he is being saved eternally. Safety, security, salvation. And Paul says that it is assessed through faith in Christ Jesus. And I say that when you say the word Christ Jesus, it is dealing with... His death, burial, and resurrection. As we saw in the book of Luke chapter 24, that He must suffer these things, death and burial, and enter into glory, resurrection. Alright, Romans chapter 10. I want you to understand salvation. Romans chapter 10. From verse 8. But what said it? The word is 90, even in your mouth, and it is in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. You see a semicolon there. He's going to continue. What is that word of faith he is preaching? What is the message he is preaching that he has called in the word of faith? The message is that if you confess with your mouth, verse nine, if you, that, that if thou confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you shall be saved you must confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord Jesus is Lord simply means he came in the humanity form and never sinned but yet was punished for my sins and if you believe in his heart, your heart that he was raised from the dead for your salvation for your righteousness for your redemption for your glory then you are saved for with the heart one believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So when we talk about salvation being through faith in Christ Jesus, it is faith in his death, his burial, his resurrection. If you don't believe that he died and resurrected for you, and whatever that happens into glory and for glory, and which are the realities of His death and His resurrection, then you are not saved. It simply means salvation is coming to an enlightenment, an eye-opening place where you know that He died for you, resurrected for you. The moment your eyes is open to the truth that no, Jesus is Lord, He died A criminal death for me was punished for my sins which he did not commit so that he raised up for my forgiveness for my redemption for my cleansing for my righteousness for my holiness then you declare it with your mouth and believe it in your heart you have been saved. So when we talk about salvation we can also define salvation as an enlightenment a coming to a place of truth of the scriptures or the truth of God's word. It also means when we read Genesis to Malachi, we must come to a place where our hearts will be burning with faith that our Jesus died for our sin. Raise our glory. People of God, this is what the message of salvation is about. It is not about how good you are No, 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 no. It is not about how good you are. I'm just introducing this series. It is not about how good you are at all. Here we see that it is not how good you can pray that makes you safe. It is not how much you fast that makes you safe. It is how much of an enlightenment you have come to and believed and declared in boldly that his works on the cross his very good works on the cross is what has made you who you are and has made you accepted in, in, God, in, the, in the sight of God if not, you are not saved it has nothing to do with being morally good I always say this if salvation is about how good we are then what is the essence of preaching to a Muslim? come to Jesus. Then what is the essence of preaching to a Buddhist? To come to Jesus. Then what is the essence of preaching to a Buddhist? To come to Jesus. Then what is the essence? What is the essence? Tell me. If salvation is all about being morally upright, else you go to hell. Oh, Then why are we wasting time in church? Because we can be in the house and stay in our room and never insult anybody. Always in our room. When we are getting out, we are going to buy food and come and stay in our room. We will zip our mouth and never talk, never do anything. We are always going to be there. We won't do anything. We will just be morally upright and go to heaven. Then we will not need Jesus. If you are telling me I need Jesus, then you should understand that what Jesus' assignment is, is not to come and save those who are good but to save all who come to the enlightenment that their good is not enough, but His good for them on the cross and after after the cross is what makes them accepted. It is not about our good. It is about His good. I'm bringing my sermon to a close on this part one of Salvation 101 or Salvation Series part one. By the time you keep listening to this audio broadcast, and feed your knowledge, you realize that there are some things you held so wrong. Don't ever think I am endorsing sin, because I don't sin. But me not sinning is is not the proof that I have been born again. The proof of my born again is the conviction in my heart and the enlightenment I have come to that all Jesus really died for my sins and was raised for my forgiveness and my glory. And that enlightenment is what delivered me from sin. So we saw in Sotelia that salvation means deliverance. What are we being delivered from? Sins. What sins or sins? It is a very important question we need to ask ourselves. A very serious question. But if you have really followed these teachings up to this point, you realize that then the thing Jesus came to deliver us from is not fornication, adultery, and those kind of things. Because if it were those things, Scripture would not tell us, and the Apostle Paul would not teach us, that we should not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are made manifest fornication, and all those things. Why? Because so far as we are saved and not out of this body this body will always have its cravings and one of the cravings of the body is fornication fornication is a sin but it is a craving from the flesh not a craving from the born again spirit so the sin he came to deliver us from must be well looked at If you read the book of Romans, chapter number five, the Bible says that before even the law came, which is the book of Exodus, where Moses brought the ten commandments, before the law came, sin was already in the world. Before the law came, the ten commandments, that's not, that's not, that's not. Before the all that's not came, sin was already in the world. How did they lose sin? But have you not also read the book of Genesis, and you saw Joseph? Run away from fornication, ran away from adultery. Why? He did not have the law, but yet he ran from fornication. Have you not read your Bible? He did not have anything to look upon that would tell him that's a not, that's a not, that's a lot But yet, he did not. But when the law came and they received the that's a not, that's a not, that's a not, they still couldn't even obey the that's a not. Have you asked yourself why? This should tell you that pointing people to moral behavior and moral modification is into what to empower them to be able to overcome the temptation of sin and the desires of the flesh. So salvation is deliverance. And it is a deliverance from sin. And if you really understand up to this point, you realize that sin is simply one thing from God. And God willing in the part two, I'll be dealing with what was man delivered from? What was man saved from? So if a man lift up his hand and confess Jesus as Lord, that he was a human, came, died for his sins, was buried for his sins, and was raised for his forgiveness, then what kind of sins was that? And it will also help us to understand the goal of the law, so that we know that also the law had an assignment, but the law failed, but Christ did not fail us. They will now therefore understand what Jesus meant, but He did not come to destroy the law, but He came to fulfill it. Then you now understand that preaching moral modification to people to come to salvation is in the true message of salvation. Because salvation is not about what we can do. It is not about what we have done. It is about what God's son has done. Or what God has done for us. His son. For it is by faith. Through Christ Jesus. I want to ask some few questions. Meditate upon this. Maybe you think I'm lying. Maybe you think that this one of God is preaching no truth to me. But I want to ask you, can your fornication today be a sin greater than the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross 2,000 years ago before you were born? And before you were born 2,000 years ago, Jesus said, I have died for all the sins of the world. St. Christi him. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believed in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Whosoever believed in the dying of the whole world and His resurrection afterwards won't perish but have everlasting life. Won't perish simply means won't be in death or won't be in eternal death or die or or won't die but have life it means that before Jesus came to die everybody was dead but when we come to faith in him we now come alive I don't want to go ahead of me you'll be learning all these things all these things are in salvation So 2,000 years ago Jesus died for the sins of the world. At that time you were not born. But yet the sins of the world have been have been, have been pardoned for by Jesus on the cross. So are you telling me that the sin you are seeing today which was pardoned for, which was which Jesus died for 2,000 years ago can make Jesus' death 2,000 years ago a foolish thing the small sin you committed today can cancel what Jesus did for you two thousand years ago on the cross, and make him come and die again for you. Please, let's be realistic. When we talk about salvation, is it being born again, coming to a new birth? Now, when we talk about new birth, it means God has given birth to you. And he now calls you his son or his daughter. How can he be your father? And his DNA not be in you because you disobeyed him at a certain point of your walk with him. Even your earthly parents, they don't declare you no more their child. And even if they do, Bible says that even if your mother and father forsake you, I, God, will not forsake you. So what makes you think that he will let his son suffer all this suffering? And after you have come and believed this his work he has written for you, through the enlightenment of the scripture, through his son, he will now send you to hell because you lied at a point in time. No please let's not trivialize the work of Jesus on the cross it is heavier and weightier than that I don't want to go ahead of myself and start answering some things so that the, the, the podcast does not become too long because I have two minutes to one hour and I want to close But I don't want the podcast to exceed an hour and you'll be coming your way again. So if you have not subscribed to our podcast on Anchor. Please follow. Because the rest of the series. Will be uploaded on the Anchor app. app. And just search for the Pastor Oasis. And you'll be receiving light, Lights upon light. What saved you is his death. His burial resurrection. And your enlightenment and faith. to that truth and not your good works. You want to thank God. You want to thank God for His Son. You want to thank Him for this great salvation. You want to thank Him that He delivered you from a wandering away from Him. You want to thank Him that He delivered you from the sin of you running away from Him and now coming to Him. You want to thank Him for this enlightenment that has come to you that is now positioned by the place that you have realized that all these years you've been running from him because you fell into one sin, but all this while he had never hated you. He just still call you a son. Just want to thank him, thank him, thank him that he has opened your eyes to understand that all this while, all he needs from you is faith in his works that he has written for you through his son Jesus, and constant believing in it. Oh, Father, we thank you that you have opened our eyes to truth and understanding. We give you praise, O Lord. We worship you, Father. We glorify your name. In Jesus' mighty name, if you have not believed in Jesus, if you are not born again, but this message has opened your eyes to enlightenment and you are telling yourself, man of God, your message has caused me to see Jesus. My eyes have been opened My understanding has been enlightened and I've now realized that it's not about what I could do for him it's about what he has done for me and I have run from him because I fell into sin and I've allowed that sin and guilt and condemnation to take me away from him but now truth has come to me enlightenment has come to me and I've realized that he has never forsaken me I want to reaffirm my faith for that Lord or I want to be born again just say these prayers after me Father Lord I thank you for your son that you gave him for me to be the propitiation for my sins the penalty for my sins and the punishment for my sins of a wandering away from you that through faith in that works you written. wrote in your son I may be saved. I now know that it's not about what I can do for you but it's about what you did for me that has saved me that I may go about bearing fruits of every good works even as it is in your son written by you. Father I believe in Jesus that he is Lord And I receive him into my life. To be the Lord over my life. I receive the life of Christ. Even the life eternal. And I declare today. That I am no more of Satan. I am no more of the devil. I am no more a slave to sin. But I am a slave. Of the works of God. Written through Christ. And I manifest that good works written through Christ. Father, thank you for bringing Jesus. And thank you for saving me through your work you've written in Jesus. You raised him from the dead and I believe in it. He died for me and I believe in it. And I declare it openly that he is Lord and he is risen and he is alive. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Father, I pray for everyone that prayed this prayer with me. Let the hearts of this one pant after thee like the deer panted for the water brook. Let them come to a place on consistent feeding and searching after thee, even in your scriptures, to find the truth of you so that they can walk in their liberty. I declare that nobody shall snatch them from this liberty they have hold on to, for they shall continue in the liberty. And be a blessing to nations of the world in Jesus mighty name, amen glory glory God bless you my name is pastor Sam. we are planning on embarking on crusades at villages towns uh, to preach the truth of gospel and teach some of these truths to these people to let them come to Christ and disciple them and teach them the way of God so that they can also become a blessing to generations and generations afterwards. So please, if you want to support us, if you want to contact the man of God personally, and also pray with him, and also ask questions, and also be part of his virtual platform church, which is the Citadel of Purity Virtual Platform Church. Please do so on plus two three three two four five. Uh, sorry, sorry, plus two three three two four five eight one one five two nine. Yeah, plus two three three. 245-811-529 plus 529 plus 529 If you also want to send us a token of offering in any ways, you can also send it through that number on the momo and it will come. The name is someone Ushu answer or Ushu Hansa Samoa and then you receive it with joy and it will be a blessing. We hope to hear from you. Your testimony of how this message has blessed you. Watch out for the past two, even throughout this week. And it's going to be awesome. I'm telling you, your life will be a blessing. And don't forget on the past 2 they you're going to deal with, if salvation is deliverance from sin, then what is the sin that man was delivered from? And then you understand the essence of sin and how the action of sin came about. And then we will be able to be enlightened and be empowered, to be able to overcome this world of perverseness and walk no more after the flesh, but now after the spirit. My name is Pastor Owissam, the Citadel of Purity Lead Pastor, the virtual church, the church without walls. Please support the kingdom business, support us, and let us do great work for the Lord. Shalom unto you. Bye-bye.